Yep, it's a twofer kind of day. This is part two of my interview with Stephanie Gass, where we are talking about having a kingdom mindset, specifically when it comes to success in your network marketing business. What does the Lord want for you? Trading that compensation plan for what is God's plan. This is part two that I've released all on the same day because I don't want there to be a minute between these two, but I also want to give you the opportunity, if you only have about 20 minutes, to be able to have one podcast listened to and then you can listen to the other episode when time allows. So in episode one, uh, part one of this, we talked about step one in changing your mindset. Today, we're gonna finish that up, or I should say in this this episode, we're going to finish that up and Steph's going to share the steps two, three, and four to changing your biblical mindset. And only if it were only that easy, like change your biblical mindset in four easy steps. It's certainly not, but we have simplified it in a way that I believe you can take these and put them into practice. So grab a pen and paper or open up your notes app because you are going to want to write these things down. We get practical, we get personal. I share things about myself and how the Lord has absolutely been working through me and my personal mindset over the last few weeks and couple of months. Hop on in, let's get started because Steph's amazing. Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey. I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Do you wish there was a way to build that sustainable and successful network marketing business, get out of the hustle harder trap and start hitting those goals you've dreamed of and honor the Lord at the same time? I know what it feels like to be afraid to surrender everything over to the Lord because what if his path looks different than where I want to go? And to be working so hard to make the logic of this world make sense instead of trusting the wisdom of God. I followed every Instagram coach out there hoping the newest trend would be the secret to unlocking the massive growth, creating even more frustration when my team wasn't growing and I kept missing those promotions. 
Imagine if you had a biblical mindset strategy that guided you through how to see the promises God has for you in his word and walks you through a simple roadmap each day to set your mind and heart on the things above, preparing you for what the Lord has in store for you and your business. That's why I created the Biblical Success Coaching Session where I'm going to teach you how to create a biblical mindset for success in your network marketing business. You'll be able to take the truths of Romans 12 too, to renew your mind. Take that focus off your fears, concerns, and frustrations with a simple roadmap that will give you a tactical strategy for daily renewal. And sometimes even on those moment by moment times where you need to refocus between seeking God's plan over chasing the comp plan. You'll walk away with a two-week strategy for biblical mindset that will only take a few minutes each day, but give you the peace and comfort you're longing for. So if you're ready for a customized biblical mindset roadmap to help you take your eyes from the comp plan to success in God's plan for you and your business, then For a limited time, I have three coaching sessions available at 20% off. These are first come, first served. When they're gone, they're gone. Go on over to bit.ly slash biblical success session to schedule your call. The 20% will automatically be deducted. Check out the link in the show notes. And remember, you'll walk away with a biblical mindset roadmap for success in your network marketing business through daily renewal of your mind. I cannot wait to see you. I'm already praying for you. So number two, the second thing we do to change our mindset to become kingdom minded is we need to read scripture. I know this might sound basic, but that's the point. You know, I remember as I started really being like, okay, the Lord's going to be the CEO of this business. I'm truly going to be yoked up with him as I do this. I would go to my new King James version and I'd open Genesis and I'd buy the plan that you print that you check off, read the Bible in a year. And I'm like, I'm going to become the best Christian ever in a year. And I like open it. And I'd be like, yeah, man, you know, by the time I don't even know, like by the time you hit Leviticus, you're like, oh, by the time I hit Exodus, I'm like, I'm going to exit this. This is too much craziness for me. And I didn't understand what I was reading. And so here's some tips before I tell you why we need to do this. Ladies, get a Bible that you can understand. It is okay. Forget about everyone telling you that you can't read this version. You can do whatever the Lord leads you to do. And so for me, a nice middle of the road, understandable, yet not totally off rogue version is NLT, New Living Translation or NIV. Mm -hmm. Those are great translations that are right in the middle. And then personally, I started in the new Testament when I was finally like, I can't seem to get there, you know, chapter wise, like just go to the new Testament and start with the story of Jesus. It's so applicable to your life. It's easy reading and it gets you drawn in to where you scripture will come to life in your life in come to, to alive in your life in a new way. And then the other piece is stop trying to shove the whole Bible in, in five minutes, like some mornings I'm on one verse. There is wisdom on wisdom in one tiny verse. I mean, by the word there's wisdom. And so slow down and know that it is okay not to know you don't need to be a theologian tomorrow. 
Like start with this first one. What God, what do you want me to really glean from this one? It's about you and God anyway. Like who cares if you don't know where, what chapter is where get some Bible tabs. I still use my Bible tabs up in church. I'm like, hold on. I don't know where the thing is. So no pressure here is what I want to say. Now, why do we care? Because the word is God and God is the word. You want to know him. You want to be led by him in your mind. You've got to be with him every day. And this is where we renew our mind. Mm-hmm. Deuteronomy eleven eighteen says, fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them to your foreheads. Mm-hmm. So for me, that means I'm reading so often that scripture comes to mind naturally. It's in my brain. I have so much scripture crammed into my brain that I don't even have room for the enemy's lies to come in and then bind them to your hands. For me, that means I'm armored up for battle all the time, every day, everything that comes my way. I've got a scripture right here and I've got a scripture right here on my fist so that I can immediately deal with whatever's coming at me because your mind impacts your action. So what's so cool about scripture? Look at this one verse. There's so much wisdom in here. God in one verse, Deuteronomy 11, 18 is saying these words of mine, know me, know my word are Tie them as symbols to your hands and buy them on your forehead. So do what? Think about them and fight with them. Yeah. How powerful. So to apply this, what does this actually look like for you? Come up with a plan and do not deviate from your plan. Is it five minutes in the morning? Right. Is it an hour in the morning? Is it, I mean, for me, it's like, this has to happen daily. Even if it's a tiniest little amount, what can I do? Can I just look at one verse can I, can I ask the Lord to lead me to one verse that I need right now or for, for to, to get me through today? And what's cool is you'll start doing this. You're going to see the changes almost immediately. And then you're not going to want to not do it. The mornings I wake up late, I'm like, I'm so sad. Like it, it really is such a beautiful moment of like experiencing God's love and wisdom and knowledge. And he pours into you in the time that you're in his word. And then there's fruit on the other side of that. Like you'll notice your mind will start shifting so quickly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Completely. I mean, what is the Bible tells us that his word is sharper than any two edged sword to it'll pierce between bone and marrow. It is meant for us to know it. It is meant for us to live it, to breathe it. And, um, I couldn't agree more. I think you were the first person I heard the word soap studies from the mm-hmm. scripture observation application and prayer. And I actually started in my Facebook community. Um, every day in October, I am sharing a soap study. It's a verse and it's really geared for Christian entrepreneurs. And what does the Bible tell us about, like, what does he promise us? What does the Lord promise us and what truths are in there? And it's amazing when you take that. In fact, mine this morning was Romans eight thirty one, which basically says, if God is for me, who can be against me? So well, powerful. It's not an, it's not an, if he might be, you know, it's not like James, like when you, no, 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 he is, it's a rhetorical question. He is for you. Who can be against you? And when you fill your mind with that, you're like, Whoa. And if you look right. further up in Romans eight, it's talking about, you know, Paul's talking about, we are his children and he has redeemed us. And you're like, Oh, okay. That's my God. And so you're so it's back to that car analogy. You know, when you decide to find that car, you see it everywhere. When you fill your mind with scripture, you see it everywhere and it pours out of you. Is it always perfect? Heck no. (laughs) That. And I want to say something about that because I remember feeling intimidated of like, 
oh no, well, I can't memorize all these verses or this person knows all this scripture. And it was, so it, because it was intimidating, you didn't want to talk about it ever, or you didn't want to mention anything because you're going to get it wrong. Yeah. Well, again, that is not the point. The point is not for you to speak it for other people's purpose. It's for your mind. It's for your battles. And so feel some freedom right now, not to memorize it, just to sit there and allow God to bless you with it. Cause the words will naturally come in through your mind and they'll plant in your heart. Sometimes I'll say a thing, a verse just comes out of my mouth. I don't remember where it was from. And honestly, nobody cares. Yeah. Like she said, that was Proverbs seven. Let me check. Like, you know, it's like that naturally comes out in the way that I speak now, but it's, it's become, it's, it was a long evolution of that becoming that. Mm-hmm. So I want you to have a lot of freedom to know that there is no right or wrong way to begin to read scripture and to begin to sit with God's word. Yeah. And grace, yeah. a lot of grace. Right. The Lord wants us to renew our mind with it. It is more important that we're filling our mind with it than that we can say chapter book, you know, a verse book, chapter verse, you know, it's there. Like, I can't tell you where it says that his word is sharper than any two-edged sword. Give me a minute and I can Google it and find it if you really want to know it. But it's more important that I understand that that's the power of God's word. Exactly. And I love that. All right. So our third step, there are two more. Our third step to changing our mindset to a kingdom mindset comes from Psalm 26, two. Test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and mind. So this is to let God test you. How many of you are thinking a thought, and it may not be the best thought, negative thought, judgmental thought, whatever, and you're like, ooh, that was ugly. Ignore that that just happened and move on, you know, like, don't, what is that? What if our parents say, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Well, that would be true to other people if you do think something not nice, you should say it to God, right? Let God test you. So this prayer might actually look something like, Lord, I am thinking a thing and it is not pretty. And I would love for you to remove that thought or test why I'm thinking that. What is the root Lord of my pain, my hurt, my shame, my struggle that's making me think this or believe this or look to this thought, action, or belief that is not from you help me work through that. Who's the right person for me? Lead me to the right sermon, lead me to the right verse. Or if you can just come crush it, that would be great. Lord. If I don't even have to deal with anything right now, she would send your angels, shoot some fiery arrows. That would be great. You could just remove it. That would be ideal. Now often here's a bonus tip. If he doesn't immediately remove it, it's because there's a route to it and you need to do some deeper work here. Right. Why, why are you thinking that thing? What's really going on there? Because he wants to cleanse us. He wants to get this out of our heart and get that pain out. So let God test you. And that is right here. Let God test you. Examine my heart and mind. Don't be afraid of what he'll find. He already knows it's there. And don't be afraid of thinking that you're a nasty, ugly person because you're thinking that thing. Because again, that's not your fault. There's so many things that come in from an external source, from your eye gates or ear gates being at, um, you know, being exposed to something either at a young age or even earlier, later in life, or even a choice that you've made. And you're ashamed of that choice. That is okay. God is here with you. He's beside you. He already knows about it. So it's get it out somewhere in the Bible already. Here's one of those somewhere in the Bible. It says when it comes to life, there's no more power over me. So it's get it out, get it out to the Lord and let him examine and cleanse that. 
Yeah. Oh, the enemy wants us to be trapped in our past sins, in our past failures, in our past everything, because that means he has a control over us in some way. Right. Obviously, the, if we are saved and we are God's children, the enemy has no control over us, but sure as heck, he does want to lay those traps in front of us and see if we can trip up as much as possible. Yeah. So absolutely. I think, what is it? Psalm 50, where it's David confessing of his sin to Bathsheba. Right. And I mean, I love that search me and know my heart. See if there be any wicked way in me and yes. the way of everlasting. So yeah. But, and he don't be afraid. To. No, let it out. Let no. it get out. Get it out of there. I know. I'm like, Lord, like, you know, man, you know, and, and in the industry that we're in, like, oh, I'm comparing. Yeah. I still compare. And I'm like always in the Bible, you know, and I'm like, Lord, please. And then, you know, there, the reason that hasn't left is like, what's the root of the thing? What's the root of the thing? And like getting a little bit deeper with God to allow him to be afraid to look at the stuff, you know, like he's with you and he's, he is great and he is good all the time. And he's trying to not make you look at the pain, but like, look at the pain so that he can heal the pain of whatever that might be. Now, the last thing to change your, now, this is not the last thing. There are 160 and four easy steps and four easy steps (laughs) are completely mindset kingdom minded. No, there are 160 times that the new Testament alone mentions mind. So please go on a deep dive. I invite you to go check this out. But the fourth one for me that really landed was. From Mark 12, 30, love God fully. It says, love the Lord with all your heart, mind, and soul. So love God with all parts of you, physical you, mindset you, heart you, soul you, body. Like just love him completely and fully because when we love God, we'll want to please God. It's not a, I have to please God. That's where that weird legalistic stuff comes in that we're, we get all like, I'm ashamed now because I had a negative thought. That's not who he is. It's you, he loves you and you love him so much that you want to think positive things about people. You want to be the hands and feet of Christ. You want to take action that's aligned with scripture. You want it because you love him so much and because he loves you so much. And even when we fail in that, it's like when your kids fail in that, you know, he's weeping because we fail. He's not angry and turning his back on you. It's let me show you how to fix this. Right. You want your kids to come to you and say, I've been thinking a thing, mom, Mm -hmm. and I am not proud of it. Or I can't seem to get rid of this thought, or I've taken action on this thought and imagine them coming to you with their hearts Mm -hmm. in pain and their eyes full of tears. Would we cast them away? Of course not. We would say, come, we would hold them. We would love them. And then we would show them what to do. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we'd sit down and read them some scripture about what we can do together, together to get through this, which is what God wants to do with us. So when we love God fully, we begin to make choices because we want to make different choices because we want to think different thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of a time my daughter came back from, uh, Sunday school and, and, um, I can't remember the pastor was talking about like forgiveness or, you know, asking for forgiveness for things that may have. And the Lord prompted her at that time to share something with me that had happened like a year before. And he so convicted her heart. Like she was so broken and it was silly. And it was a, you were like, okay, it's okay. I'm like, it's fine, but it was so sweet. And that's how, you know, when you think of, I love comparing a parent child 
to our heavenly father, because if we come to our heavenly father and it could have been something we did yesterday, it could have been 10 years ago. He wants us to come to him just like I wanted my daughter to come to me broken and just so contrite over this action that had happened. And the Lord wants to comfort us. And it's the same, you know, once we recognize, okay, maybe our priorities are out of whack you know, because it seems so easy to check, to check off that comp plan and the next thing. And the, um, and the Lord may very well want to bless you through that business because he's going to use worldly vehicles to get you where he wants you to go. And it may so happen to be that you get to sell oils and that's the way that you get to proclaim his kingdom or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so I just, I just so appreciate your time, Steph, and your wisdom on this and, um, any last tips or anything you want to leave with my audience? No, the only thing I just want to say is know that this is an evolution. This is something that you grow into. It is not something that happens overnight and it takes, um, it's a discipline, right? It's a discipline to surrender and to change your mindset through inviting God in. It's a, it's a discipline to read scripture, to let God test you. That takes a lot of humility. It's a discipline to even love God fully and continue to surrender our, our fears around disappointing him because that's not a thing. So just keep practicing, just keep showing up and don't give up because there is a kingdom mindset available for you. Absolutely. Steph, thank you so much. Have an amazing day. And I just pray the Lord's blessing upon you. Thank you so much for having me. Bye friends. Bye. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to growth against the grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.